0: um i I really don't care about um a whole lot of the introduction part i mean like if people tune in they tune in they know what's going on <laughs> yeah definitely all right but um obviously my name is master complex Would what would the people like to know you by uh jace there you go and they will find you most likely because there's a button for your name <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> um so what type of writing would you like to talk about
1: uh actually what I'm getting ready to do now is start a sci fi book. Good did you? Yeah. That'll be my first attempt at sci-fi. So do you do writing?
0: I do. I do a little bit of storytelling. Um I'm I'm into music, but like I just like to influence poetry into my uh raps, if you will.
1: Awesome. Sounds awesome.
0: Um, I'm, I was currently, um, I had a dream and my dream kind of like kept going forward and, um, I ended up just waking up and continuing the dream. You know what I mean? In my head, just letting it play off. Yeah. Um, it really just kind of like, uh, I kind of have a story on my hands called the Raven and the Wolf, or at first it was the Hawk and the Wolf because the Hawk has more power than the Raven. But, um, Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a transfer halfway through the story that like uh, the bird kind of changes into another bird. So it's kind of cool. Oh, wow. Sounds pretty interesting. All right. So um, how it kind of goes is um, my story kind of sets off where there's a young man uh, doing his thing in some type of lifestyle in some world. I have to construct the rest of it. But basically, he gets into a certain amount of trouble. And when he's put under a certain amount of pressure, he finds out a certain ability when he's under, um, I want to say, when he's basically arrested he's in jail yeah and um they notice this ability and then other people like cia or something you know people who are higher up who know how to deal with something like this that people never ever saw but they Mm. know what they're dealing with they come out of nowhere and they take him from the jail and everybody just thinks it's a regular transport oh you're a you're a very deadly prison person inmate you know what i mean and he's in for like a, a car violation or something like that you know what i mean something simple and yeah. freaking um next thing you know um he's brought to this very high security maximum jail for his ability uh whatever his ability is but they won't show you in the beginning of the story right and um next thing you know he's just in like an all-white clothing and a white cell you know what I mean? it kind of looks like some crazy stuff and um you can constantly see other patients other inmates and other people around his age who kind of have similar like attributes to him like the same height the same freaking like um the same weight the same like intelligence the same age wow. you know what I mean? so it's just like he's noticing that like what is up with like this certain generation what is going yeah. on with it and um next thing you know um he doesn't like where he's at and he's starting to notice that other people are trying to like get irritated and he sees now and again a bunch of other people try to like revolt but they they automatically get like calmed down or tased or stunned or you know what I mean? Subdued. And yes. um, everybody reports back to their cells and dot, dot, dot. Um, but um, he starts getting an eye for this other chick. And he doesn't know why everybody's here yet, but he understands when he sees this chick. Um, use her ability for a piece of cake. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it's just like um, while everybody's fighting in the other half of the room, she notices that this chick is able to um, control other people through small, uh, gestures. And she was able to get this one, uh, in not inmate, um, this one CO or court, whatever, or correctional officer to, um, get her an extra piece of cake from the back of the line or so. And like, he saw that, but he didn't speak up. But then when everybody had to go back to the rooms, he flashed out of it, the bell rang and everybody had to go back and she stuffed the cake in her mouth and everybody went back. But, um, (laughs) After seeing that, you know what I mean? He started paying attention and wondering why he was really there. Because they kept telling him, oh, you're here for a special reason. You're here for a special reason. And then treating you like a fucking... Um, um, A loony bin or so. Anyways, um, something happens between the line where every single one of them has the ability, and you're going to find this out later on in the story, that they can jump into another body. But without the knowledge of how to jump back into your body, huh. or the limit or the time limit that it takes to jump into your body before your body decays and dies on its own, then like, uh, like they don't know that. So what happens is, um, they start talking to each other through, uh, I want to say, uh, through like a vent, but it's not a vent. There's electrical wiring and she's able to like lay on the wall and activate the electrical wiring. And he was laying on the wall one day and it's kind of like veins in a body. And it was sending like a message or a signal to him. And, like, next thing you know, they started conversating and talking on it, like, on the daily. And then um, something else breaks out, and, like, there's a new patient or an inmate, and um, he's just volatile, and he's just uncontrollable, and he's stronger than the rest because he knows what he is. And he starts flaring out in the middle of everybody else explaining that just we are more than this. Don't let them do this to you. And then she finally gets the idea, I think we should finally, like, do something about this. And, like, um, they execute him on the spot. Like, they didn't care for his uh, issues or his abilities or his ability to gain the mastery over the ability. You know what I mean? Yeah. The next thing that happened is that uh, she ends up possessing um, a CO beyond, um, beyond going back. And this sets off alarms. So what happens is she gets into a fight with the CO. The CO starts to put his hands on her. And instantly, like, uh, she switches bodies with the CO. And now she pushes the CO's intelligence and consciousness deep into his self. And she's able to control his body. But her body's laying there dead. So when people and officers come in, they start questioning the CO. What did you do? Why is she dead? da 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 da, da. And she immediately, like, starts to improvise. She's just like, oh, she started to... um." Uh, you know, take or grab for my weapon. So I had to, you know, react. And so forth, she's dead. And everybody kind of buys it. And she kind of walks out in the CEO's body. You know what I mean?
1: This is crazy. I love it. All
0: right. And so as she's walking out of the CEO's body, she goes ahead and she like walks past the other dude's cell and gives a wink at him. And only a special type of wink that they talk to each other telepathically so they can kind of see. Kind of like someone who puts their index finger on their nose. You know what I mean? To like, yeah. to explain a small little symbol of gesture, you know what I mean? So she does like a of gesture and like only that other person knows. So like he waits till everything calms down. They drag out her body and he's freaked out and he's spazzing out. And then like another officer comes up and says like, if you don't stop this, we're going to have to do something with you. And he keeps spazzing and he keeps spazzing and he keeps spazzing. And the next thing you know, it's like an officer comes in and then the other officer, the female who, you know, possessed the, the CO officer and says, no, I'll take care of him. So literally, he backs away after bashing the shit out of this inmate, you know what I mean? Getting his wax in and then like walking away, you know what I mean? And then she says, well, the cool thing about it is your blood is now on his hands. And he didn't understand what that meant until she knocked him out. She knocked him out in a certain way where when he woke up, he was inside that CEO's body. So, like, now he is using the ability, but he doesn't know that he's using the ability. And he's just, like, he doesn't know about how long it takes for your body to decay. So he doesn't know he has to get back to his body before it's dragged off and burned. She didn't tell him about this, that, and the other. But um, basically, um, now they're both COs, and they both have to get out of the fucking jail. And as they're getting out of the jail... Um, basically they catch on. Someone knows better. Someone notices that like one cellmate died a certain way then another cellmate died a certain way. You know what I mean? Either the CEOs are very fucking abusive or these fucking inmates are understanding how to do this. (laughs) And like, (laughs) so they chase them to the rooftop basically. And then, um, one of them jumps and literally plummets and hits the fucking ground. And then the other one kind of just runs and makes it away, right? Yeah. Um, they didn't find the body of the other CO. So what happens is that um, a fucking uh, a wolf ends up coming by and eating the remains of, you know, the kid who was the CO.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now the kid, uh, after about like a few hours, he becomes the wolf. And then, like, he notices that, you know, he's not human anymore. He doesn't have the body. His thoughts aren't the same. Licking my nuts is, like, a priority. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he starts noticing that there's this weird hawk in the sky following him. And he doesn't really understand why the hawk is following him until he journeys further on and he finds the other CO's body dead. And he's like, what the fuck is up with this other... Wasn't this the female? Where'd she go? And as soon as, like, he notices that, the hawk finally, like, swirses down and, like, appears, you know what I mean? And basically, yeah. like, gives contact to him. And then they basically share, like, the whole um, idea that I turned into this person, that person turned into that one. And, um... Oh. Basically, I was, um... So, uh, what happened was... um uh, My bad. I kind of had a mind blank right there. The music stopped and everything. It was funny. <laughs> basically, um... He finally figures out that the female made it away, too, and she is now the hawk, and he is the wolf, right? So next idea is what are we going to do? So she's explaining to him the abilities and the powers and what they do and how there's no way of turning back, and he's completely pissed how he can't go back to his old life with his old body, with his old family, and it kind of sounds like bad, but she's done this before. That wasn't her first body. Turns out that she is more than 200 years old, and that, like... When they caught her, it was due to the fact that she had picked a body that couldn't escape from a certain situation. And um, uh, basically, they talk about histories and what happened. And he's naive and she's fucking superficial. And then they continue to go on. And as they're continuing through their, like, um, their journey or their message, it's just, um, they, uh, they figure out that we need to just team up and figure out what's going on. They have different types of stories of what they want to do. The female knows what she has to do because she's been doing this forever. And the boy's like, I just want to get back to my family. I don't care if I have a different body. I I believe they'll believe in me and that, like, they'll adopt me back in because they'll understand, uh, even though this is fucking crazy. Um, So basically, uh, they journey off together and they're scoping lands. They're going through valleys, mountains, icelands, a little bit of fucking tundras. And they come across a burning village. Something scattered. Something decimated. Literally, it looks like something out of Mulan. You know what I mean? And you're like, they're going through it. And, like, the hawk is literally looking over it and hears, like, this crying of a baby. And literally, the wolf hears it, too. So the wolf goes ahead and, like, runs into the cabin. And as the wolf is running into the cabin, it sees, like, this barely living parent that, like, wakes up, sees the wolf freaks out and kind of runs out of the um the cabin bleeding but like they're still crying and then like they listen for the crying and it's coming from underneath the floorboards and Mm. so like basically the wolf picks out the baby but the wolf has different intentions because he wants to get back to his family so he's thinking that hey if i raise this child up have a decent body i might be able to you know push this soul aside and go back to my regulated life. And the hawk literally knows this. The hawk knows what he's going to do with the wolf in the long term of the story. But like they basically pick up the child and um the hawk like says that there's someone coming. There's groups of people coming. There's fire. There's um people with torches. And so the wolf comes out of the house with a bleeding fucking um wrapped up baby. The baby isn't harmed or anything, but there's blood all over it. And supposedly, I guess uh, this town had just gone through a raid. Someone had just fucked this town up. And when this wolf left with the baby, they saw the woman, and she was literally blooded footprints dead at the front of the village. So the scouts or whoever came with the torches had walked up and they had seen how there was a wolf walking out of her cabin where the blood threats had come from, and like it, they just thought that the wolf was the one who massacred this woman and is now stealing her child. Hmm. So <laughs> this wolf is now on the run from multiple, I want to say, uh, humans of any village in the area. And the hawk is consistently trying to help him out getting away with it. All through this, they're trying to run away with the child because who knows what. He has his own selfish intentions. The hawk just knows that he need, the hawk needs a partner. The hawk is not explaining why the freaking wolf is there in the first place you know what i mean or why they're sticking together all the wolf and the hawk agreed on is that they need each other but the Hmm. hawk has different intentions and the wolf has different intentions so Hmm. literally later on in the movie you'll figure out that the hawk needs the wolf for a certain type of sacrifice the same that the wolf wants to sacrifice this kid to go back into his body to go back to his family but it's kind of like it's a mix, and, like, um, basically, uh, they make it to a cave, and it jumps into the future. I'm saying it jumps into the future because I don't want to explain a bunch of shit, but <laughs> the kid grows older, and then he becomes basically, he becomes, like, the perfect hunter, you know, raised by fucking wolf and hawk on how to do everything and anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, basically, it was all intriguing. Is that red line saying this is going to end, or? Uh, I'm not sure. This is the first time I've done it. Me too, but uh, shit. Just in case, I am Master Complex, and I am talking about the Raven and the Hawk, or the Wolf and the Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and app itself, I'm I've been using it for, I would say, for the better part of like eight or nine months. No that was, you
0: know a lot more than I do.
3: Yeah, so I wouldn't say I'm a I'm a pro, but I. Uh, I really enjoy the anchor platform uh, before it was the podcasting situation that it was now. It was a very, very cool radio station type thing, um, which I kind of miss the whole anchor dial where you added your friends to your dial or your favorite channels and you would go throughout your day. Um, but the one thing I do like about this new anchor is that none of the episodes expire and your podcasting can reach more audiences which which is a really really great thing so um, that sounds
0: extremely intriguing because like the fact that it can expire is really cool because i've used a lot of apps that uh, my recordings will expire but to hear that this app came from somewhere else and it's been doing this for a very long time that's that's really cool because like that means exactly. they got like a decent amount of kinks out you know what i mean and like well, I'm before
3: thinking. this, they had you know anchor two and it had a what they called like a like a virtual dial, and you basically added to your station you had a virtual like radio station, and everything that you recorded stayed on there for twenty four hours. Um, you could save it to an archive or a podcast episode, but other than that, if you didn 't save it it didn 't last, which encouraged you to record new content. I kind of missed the whole you know, dial where you added your friends to your dial. And I kind of like that whole thing where you get up every morning and you listen to your dial. So it's Mm -hmm. like going through the virtual dial of all your friends, what's going on that day. And whatever content you heard was always new content. Now I kind of miss that because you know, that way you're not listening to old stuff, but in a way I I really like this new um, podcasting thing because I really believe it connects the community a lot more. And, um, I've I've really been enjoying using this app, you know, both how it was before, and um, um you know the, uh, the the way it is now. So it's like it's I've had a I have an appreciation for both sides.
0: I'm not even gonna lie. Um, The fact that this had like a bit of a radio station type feel to it, and you're saying that there was a dial that you can tune in and add friends to—that's very intriguing. I wish that they would do something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Um,
3: yeah. it's pretty
0: Um, cool. Um, Excuse me, my bad. As far as um, this podcast thing, I find it like really cool because like anybody can set it up, anybody can do it. It must have been as easy as the studio thing back then. But um, Uh I'm really finding it like cool how. God, I kind of just lost my place. But, yeah, you may go on with your appreciation for this app. I just love how fucking convenient this is.
3: Yeah, it's it's really awesome.
0: <laughs> but, um, so I, I should have made, like, a second segment for appreciation. But um, we were here for, like, a little short story. So, um, we got about, what is that, That's like, okay. 12 minutes to You want to you wanna probably say, like, maybe a little story, and I'll probably say a little story, so.
3: <laughs> um, well... One thing I, I will say, just a little bit of background about me. My name is Melissa. Um, I am actually currently attending college at College of the Desert, and I'm um, going for my AA in English, and I'm also um, going to be transferring to Cal State uh, yeah. to go for my bachelor's in English Lit. Congratulations. Um, so it's, it's kind of a new thing, and the whole idea of creative writing, that's been a, a fairly new thing for me, only lasting a few years. I mean, I used to like the whole idea of blogs and journals, but I never really thought of it as a, an outlet to really express oneself, uh, not just as a personal thing, but stories. Um, so just having that, you know, having that that connection to writing and, and more particularly short stories, oh, it's it's just so much fun. It's really exciting when we can get together and share all that stuff and the power of the internet, it draws people together and that's what makes creative writing even more fun, you know, cause they have sites devoted to writing. Um, your blog is basically your outlet. I actually have a personal blog and I have a separate blogger, um, that has all my creative writing stuff And I even have a blog for my dog. I love writing in the dog's perspective because it's it's so much fun because you have to actually take the personality of the dog and you have to write as if you were the dog. So that's so much um, fun.
0: Not to cut you off, but um, there's a little short story that I co hosted with someone before this, and it was called The Hawk and the um, Wolf. I would like you to listen to that one because I basically do have to um, put myself in the place of a dog. For the rest mm. of the story.
3: <clears throat> oh, that's fascinating.
0: But um, uh, I want to say uh, this little segment that we have about ten minutes left on. Uh, would you like to start a story or um?
3: Um. Well, let's I, see. I,
0: I could start a story if you don't mind. I mean, I may take the whole ten minutes, but it's an intriguing story.
3: Mm, <laughs> yeah. Um. Well. I could tell you guys a little bit about a book of short stories I'm collaborating on with a friend of mine, and then I could just leave the rest of the segment for you to, you know, tell your story. But um, basically what I'm working on is a, uh, a storybook with a friend of mine. And because we both have a love for dogs, we enjoy dogs very much. um, We are creating a book about a town called Barkerville and, in Barkerville, each story is its own like little adventure. Um, so we're each taking turns writing stories. We have these fabulous characters that bring the town to life. Um, you've got Bertrand. He's the Bijon Trisee, and he runs uh-huh. the Barkerville Bakery. Um, you have Lizzie, the golden retriever, who runs the salon. Of and course. And you've got a... Um, you have a very just amazing host of characters. you got Wally, the German shepherd, who's a police dog. Um, So, and then you have, you basically, these different characters go on these really cool adventures. And the first story in the book is going to be a, about electing a new mayor for Barkerville. So you see, oh, a, town, yeah, you see a town that's slowly taking shape. Um, and there eventually is going to be a backstory in, in the book to tell you how the town actually came to be. So those these short stories are really exciting and um we're hoping to have the book out um within a year or two. We're we're really looking forward to putting it together and getting it out there to the masses.
0: I'm actually very intrigued with that. I, I would love to buy some copies of that. That sounds like children family entirely, like an entire Society built off of dogs, and it might expand further than that. Even though it's a silly little town, like who knows? You know what I mean? Like it may, it may become a world concept where, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's. I like it. I like it, and um, it's definitely kid friendly. Like that is so. Yeah, beautiful. that's
3: our goal. Is to make it family oriented, we want to make it kid friendly, but we also want to make it not. You know, we want to put adult concepts into there, but the reason for that is because we want adults to be able to share with their children what does it mean to elect a mayor for a town. You know, helping them become more productive members of their own society um, by learning the lessons these dogs learn, um, by, you know, participating in these discussions and understanding more about the place that we live in now um that's one of the reasons why we started it and we haven't started on it yet but we are putting together a book for cats eventually and the city is going to be called Meowburg. so <laughs>
0: yeah <okay>. it's adorable <laughs> i'm definitely looking forward to that one i can tell you that See, the, the fact how like um these animals will be used as like great examples to like not only like um show kids what the meaning of something is like electing a mayor or maybe running a school as a principal or being a teacher it'll be very cool for them because like it'll be an everyday life thing where it's up to them to see that person and understand what they do mm-hmm. but it'll be it'll be kind of cool to know that it's an everyday animal that like they can associate with so it'll be like oh these um these characters of power or I don't want to use characters of power, but... (laughs)
3: Understand, (laughs) I see what you're getting at.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the characters who are, like, um, the mayor, the principal, or fathers, or um, mothers, and such and such, like, um, to use these as, like, uh, animals and to to understand that it's just everything is natural. You know what I mean? And it's Mm -hmm. just, like, I feel like that'll be a great base to move forward from where everything from then, if it's natural, then the next thing is instinct. So it's... (laughs) So it's like, um, electing a new mayor, which would be the better mayor would be instinct. And I feel like that would come in a part in the play, but like, obviously that's a, that's further on down the line, but, um, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, I love how like the society could definitely be integrated into, um, an animalistic type of, um, feel. Cause I've oh, seen a lot of, um, animations, movies, like, uh, Sing and, um, Secret Life of Pets and all these interesting, oh. Yes. The old school movie Cats and Dogs. We all love that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like, oh, that one's great. Um, But basically, I can definitely understand, like, societies of these um, animals. But uh, would there be any, like, humans in the society?
3: There already are um, the Harper family. There is um, basically the, the, the father and the mother. And they have a daughter named Chloe who actually talks to animals. And yeah, so there is also a dog who talks, who can basically talk to humans. So it's, it's it's fun. I mean, you, you want to make it fun and, you know, fantastic for the kids, you know, imagination, all that sort of thing. Yeah, realistically a dog is not gonna actually come out to a human and speak an English language. But we've all you know, seen dogs
0: do little though. <laughs> oh yeah,
3: dogs really understand like my dog, he knows certain words, you know, you know, and it's funny when they get mad at something, they'll rrr, rrr, you know This they... is
4: too, this is
0: true. Um it turns out that with cats and dogs that they do not even need to speak or talk to each other. They only uh talk or speak to get our attention. That's right. <laughs> So it's like for them to manifest it and fully like make a bark come forward and it turns into speech or something. Because like when my cat is hungry or something, it'll meow for my attention. Other than that, I'm around and purr for whatever reason, you know what I mean? It'll do a part of thing. But when it wants yeah. my attention, it'll get my attention any way possible. Yes. So I love the thought of um, animals like evolving with the idea of speech. That is that is cool. You know what I mean? And then, like, they have a whole society to themselves. Why not? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun.
0: It is. Oh man, I'm like um. And then um, let's see. So the humans and then the animals. That seems like a really cool idea. So would the humans be like this random family, or would they be like the presidents of the United States or something? <laughs> like- well. <laughs>
3: Um honestly we we just have one city Barkerville and we're trying to figure out it's going to be somewhere in the United States. Um but basically the town got started when there was a natural disaster and everyone had to leave their homes behind and unfortunately some of the pets got left behind and this is how Barkerville and Meowburg basically
0: um,
3: this, in a, in a nutshell kind of get started. This
0: is a I love the idea of just like almost abandoned refugee or rebel type of idea, but like society being built up, you know what I mean built up from that and the
3: the thing is is they're forced to work together because you know you have the whole territorial thing with animals mm-hmm. um when they're naturally of course territorial, humans don't have to be that way, but sometimes exactly. they act that way and we can learn a lesson from, and if these animals can do it, yeah, maybe they're not realistic, but the point is, is we learn from their examples and we build a society that's, you know, set there to help not just the animals that it, you know, inhabits, but the dogs, the humans.
0: I can understand that, see, because, um, not to sound like out there, but if there was a whole planet filled with dogs, do you think that they would be racist for that one of them is a golden shepherd and then the other one is a black lab you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i don't think that they would be racist towards that you know what i mean it it would be it would be definitely something understandable where true problems would rely Mm. because even though we have our own issues as humans i mean like we would definitely figure out what real issues with nature Mm -hmm. because like Uh, it says that you, you are taught hate, you know what I mean? So only an animal will be taught to hate other animals naturally instinct cat chases dog. But if there's no issue, there's no issue. And I feel like this is definitely something good for society and everyone. Um, uh, I see it's 1435 right now. So I'm guessing in 20 seconds, this is going to end out. So, um, my name is master complex and, um, I had a great day with obviously Melissa and, um, I'm hoping everybody else tunes in Melissa.
3: Thank you. I hope so too. It's been great talking
0: with you. Yeah, and um Melissa, as you tuned in, you can catch her anyway. All right, yo. Um, Master Complex coming back in. And um, I'm co-hosting right now off of some random stuff, anyways. And I've come across another person who would like to talk about spirituality. Uh would you like to introduce yourself?
4: Sure. Uh, my name's August and uh yeah, spiritual Go ahead. <laughs> um I think my main focus is really about law of attraction um authenticity and having a positive mindset i uh know that's something that's really near and dear to my heart and i I try to practice as much as i can
0: and honestly, those are very fine goals within like one spectrum you know what I mean like especially things yes. that you can actually like gain all right so um you said law of attraction um Let's go way back, way back. And um, have you ever read a book called The Secret?
4: Um, I did read the book, but years and years ago, I actually watched the movie. It yep. was on, yeah, it was on the internet and I watched it in my apartment and thought it was cool.
0: Yeah. So it's like that entire book was uh, speaking of uh, the law of attraction, how um, if you just put it out into the universe, the universe will kind of do what it can to get it back to you. and it's just like exactly that's kind of cool to know that like you know the law of attraction has more to do than time space and matter you know what i mean it's it's like it's beyond comprehension (laughs)
4: but um, for sure for sure
0: so um other than that you also said um keeping up good vibes and saying authentic so um i've been figuring out that when it does come to authenticity uh a lot of people nowadays and we're going to see this millennials and um older people who just been winging it um you're gonna figure out that um we're all gonna go through an identity crisis we're all gonna question ourselves kind of like the midlife crisis but we're not in midlife you'll literally be 10 to 20 years old 20 to 30 years old asking yourself what am i doing who am i what what do i mean to these people around me and like what is what is this you know what i mean right
1: yeah
0: we will all go through this little identity crisis and honestly um As we're going through it, this is where authenticity will be tested because if you are truly being you, you are made like almost in your own image, obviously in something else's image, don't get me wrong, but like you crafted yourself to the best ability you can beyond your own knowledge of where we are right now. Um, It's crazy to think that like um, you want to be someone else or do something someone else is doing when no one else is you. No one else can do what you can do. So it's just, yeah. the biggest thing about authenticity is be yourself because nothing is more authentic than you. So <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah, you're absolutely right. And I'll tell you, you know, I, I think, uh, I, and I totally agree with you for, for myself. Um, I was in corporate for a few years working the nine, to five doing the whole rigmarole. And, yep. and I'll tell you, I think for me, I didn't intentionally try to lose myself right um i think it just it it naturally happened with the day to day stresses and of course me trying to um you know reach the top of the ladder and you know i started looking at my managers and my directors and my managing directors and i thought okay well this is how they got to the top so exactly. why don't i just kind of mimic what they're doing um just do it better Good. and oh, so i don't know i don't know uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: I'm sorry. I, I I interrupted you. You were following someone else's formula
4: for sure. For sure. Not knowing that in the process, I was just losing just bits and bits and bits of pieces of myself until I looked back and I said, "Where? what the heck, you know, not where am I, but who am I? And where have I gone? Where have I gone? Um, so, I suspect I'm sure I'm not the only one out of seven billion people on this planet. I'm not the only one that's gone through that um and 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 surprisingly it's it's taken so long to put back those pieces it's It's not even about putting back the pieces you got to find the pieces and then you have to put the pieces in the right place um so it's it's definitely a journey in the process that's for sure
0: and um I can truly agree with you because um relationships will do this to you. Um, so you are who you are before you enter the relationship. As you start going into the relationship, you'll figure out things that the other significant other that will uh, enjoy about you. You'll try to like envelop on those things. You'll even like adjust yourself to aid to this person's like love for you just so you can gain more attention and stuff. In the end, you're kind of like not being yourself because this, this person truly loved you you wouldn't have to change. They would accept you for who you are and like, they would evaluate and love you for your evolution no matter what the hell is going to happen. And exactly. like, to see that like a relationship is something that will change you, mm-hmm. a job is something that will change you, money will change you, you know what I mean? Like So to think that this entire world is going to uh, manipulate you, manifest something that really isn't authentic, You know what I mean? So it's like you have to keep in mind that, like, the jewelry you wear, no matter if it's real gold or not, it's fake. You know what I mean? Like, if we're talking about spirituality, we are in a simulation right now. And we're technically as sophisticated as the simulation is. We are at the bottom of the barrel, but we are the highest piece of technology. We are, like, biological technology. We are electromagnetic we can control chakras. We can control electricity. We can do everything. We're 80% water. So we're like giant conductors and batteries. If you look at your intestines, your intestines look like a coiled up battery, don't they?
4: So it's just like, yeah. About 25 feet of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then
0: your spine is an antenna that connects to your dome piece that has the pineal gland, which is just like, who knows what type of cosmic knowledge you can pull from that thing. You know what I mean? Like, and then, you know, the whole thing goes into it, and like if you go into other people 's beliefs and you try to um access the awakening or like release the Kundalini if people would like to uh, say or like um set the eruption, release the dragon there's there 's many there 's many terms you know what I mean um, mm-hmm. but like the biggest thing is how hard is it going to be to awaken if you stay here in the dream, you know what I mean if you continue to play this game, if you choose not to um, All right. It's okay to focus, like you did say this, focusing on your goals and the mountaintop, right? So while you're focusing on the mountaintop, you're in the valley. You know what I mean? Like you're literally in the valley and like, um, there's there's something called the higher self and he chose on the sixth Mm -hmm. dimension. He is on the mountaintop. The connection between you and your higher self is all up to you so if you want to ignore messages that's up to you if you want to hear the signs that's up to you but like knowing that you are already on the sixth dimension on top of the mountaintop you just created another body because technically your six-dimensional version doesn't have a body you're ultra powerful but you don't have a vessel so you technically have to start all over again and again and again And it's gonna sound weird, but like we all gotta kinda pull a Jesus and take our body with us. There can't be even proof of death. Where did the Aztecs and the Mayans go? (laughs) (laughs) It's like (laughs) So it's just like the fact is you are actually you're in a temple, and just imagine your temple going with you. You're and that's basically what it is. And um once you make it to the sixth dimension you and your six dimensional self will be one and who knows what's going to happen past that. I mean, we're chilling on the third dimension. This is beyond our comprehension, (laughs) but like knowing that you are already beyond here and that everything that has happened has already happened. It is going to happen is already recorded in the Akashic records. Then it kind of just, it makes you think, are you just supposed to sit here and wing it or are you like, or is everything actually planned? Can you actually have faith that, like, you don't know what's going to happen and you'll still be safe? <laughs>
4: no, I think for me, I think it's my, you know, interpretation of it is, yeah, you have infinite things and possibilities that are playing, right. The the recordings that are playing now it's your decision to see which, you know, the free will, right. To see which direction you want to go. And so, you know, if you want to be that Alex that is the techie billionaire, okay, then you go left and make a quick right. right. If you want to be Alex the shaman, then you go, you know, right and, you know, down that way. And so, you know, all of those things are happening, you know, but it, it's free will and it's, you know, what you decide or which future path you decide to take. So, you know, and and everybody's different. I mean, think about it. You know, you, you, you got you got Alex here, and then you you got you know multi-dimensional Alexes that are doing other things that are Correct. successful already. So um, so the sky's the limit. To wing it is um is I don't want to say stupid, but for lack of better words, it's it's it's. Hey, listen, I, I, I winged it when I was younger and I, but you know what I did? I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know anything about law of attraction. I didn't know anything about, oh, you can actually, you know, put your, your consciousness and and your attention to something and, and focus and passion behind it. And you can really send that energy out there. I didn't know that all I knew was, I was a hyper energetic person, and really everything I touched back then turned to gold. Right. But I just thought it was me, you know. I just thought it was me until you know I stopped being that you know authentic me, and it slowly, slowly left. And you and like, then you know, yeah, like I going back and like say that you again. Let your, your, you let your child self die. That's what they like to call. for sure. For sure, and and you know what you don't you don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. And so. <laughs> You know, you're doing the thing, you're you're having the kids, and you're you know you're 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 having bills, and and now you're you're becoming a grown up, and you didn't realize that. Oh my gosh, you know, when I was back then, I mean, anything I wanted, I I didn't stress about it. I thought about it. I put a little energy to it and pressed out. You know, it it just it just happen, but it was never called, I never labeled it anything. It was never called law of attraction. It was never called anything fancy smancy. And so until now that I look back at it and I thought, oh, that was some real talent, August. Yeah. I guess I should have kept a hold of that, that. um uh, But but no, I I no I don't wing it. Don't wing it because you know um you know if you wing it, I you know I believe you're gonna get some success. Absolutely. Especially if you put passion behind that, that passion is going to drive that and push that out from, you know, from the universe more to a material, you know, a material plane. But I think if you can push that passion along with some, you know, direction, boy, oh boy, oh boy, you got some real secrets to the soft at that time. Truly
0: correct. So it's been um, given to me by um, tons of spiritual teachers and like books I've read that, um, so it turns out that your higher self already planned everything, right? So that's kind of weird to think that like one higher self planned so many different outcomes for you, yet, you know, he's just watching them all happen and he's just watching you or she is just watching you. Um, yeah. my, the main factor that gets to me is like, it told me that um, when you worry, when you stress, when you do things, it's baggage. And literally, it's going to stop you. It's going to harm you while you're trying to make it up to the mountaintop to meet your higher self. Um, so I figured out that I may use the word wing it, but like, yes, wing it was back then and we all saw amazing abilities back then when we'd wing it, but, um, planning, but not too much planning, not too much stress because technically if it's planned like a flight plan, then all you got to do is carry your luggage and as much luggage as you carry is the weight you carry with you. So technically like you... You technically do everything to yourself. We we already understand this. We're humans on this planet. We understand that <laughs> cause and effect, right? Basically, what I'm trying to say is, um, you are completely correct. When um the the um, technically the term for disease is dis ease. It's when you're uneasy. Right. You know what I mean. It's when you're stressed out. You will literally gain diseases, and um, that's just no good to your temple, obviously.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. No, I think you're right, you know, um, and I've heard that before as well, is, is that your your higher self kind of already knows, you know, which direction to take. Personally, I don't like to know that. I don't even like to think that because, you know, and then I really will think, well, shoot, you know, <laughs> where where's the control, you know? I, yeah, where's the control that I have? Well, you know, where's my say-so? I mean... <laughs> You know, if I want to, you know, again, go right and you want to go left, are you telling me we're going left just for the sake of you being the higher self? Um, that doesn't sit well with me. Not not too well with me. But it's crazy. So I've heard that
3: before. You
0: did, bring, you did bring up multiple dimensional versions of you. You know what I mean? So you may take the left. Another version of you may take that right, like you said.
4: And you know what? And if that's the case, that's great. <laughs> that's great. That is great. Somebody that looks like me and maybe sounds like me and shares most of my DNA is going to take that route that the higher self wants to take. Because, um, yeah, you know, it's it's uh, for me, it, I, I, I have to feel like I have some sort of control and it's not already planned to the T. Because if it is, that's kind of depressing when you really think about it you know uh you know even if it even if higher self is looking for your higher purpose you no, know don't in your, your
0: kind of copy choppy to the sort but we got like five seconds left so oh let's see um well welcome everyone uh to today's podcast and today we are going to be talking about uh poetry and i have a guest today um alex would you like to introduce yourself oh yeah um What's up? My name is Alex.
1: Uh, you know, I'm not so really good about poetry, but uh, let's see what I can have to go with. You know, go mm-hmm.
0: with. Understandable, man. Understandable. So um, are you going to be just uh, freestyling from the heart or do you have some scriptures?
1: Freestyle from the heart. Ah, ah. All right, I'm going to try. It's not from the heart, it's a roll after the mind. My emotions don't come from my heart anymore. Mm.
0: Mm. Deep, deep, deep. All right, all right. So I confine myself to confide in myself where I find myself confined. <laughs> So it's just like, yeah, I am my own trap. I can't even lie. <laughs> um, it's it's gonna get like silly as that. But um, so uh, so poetry. Uh, what do you really enjoy about poetry? Uh, uh,
1: well, I I I just see poetry as a uh, uh, really nothing, really nothing. I I, I might. I must be honest with you. Uh, I just read poetry, and, and if something comes to my mind, I was like, okay, let's write this down. All put, right,
0: yeah. All right, it's it's not that you don't really have an interest in it. Um, it's literally like um, poetry just comes to you. You know what I mean? And if you have a feeling for it, you do it. I feel you. You know what I mean? Like hell, if you feel if you have a feeling to dance, you'll move. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. True. True. All
0: right. So um. I like to use uh, poetry for expression. So technically, um, you must like to express yourself now and again through poetry. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any uh, expressions that you've put on a piece of paper, or do you have something that you would like to express now? Express now. Okay, okay. Um, me, myself, I uh, I like to make music. So that means I like to record, but basically that's just me recording my expressions. It's poetry that I've recorded. (laughs) So it's like, um, uh, I'm very interested in what you've got to uh, flow with, what you've got to say. Um, So I'll let you start on um, anything you would like to say.
1: Nah, 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 I I might sound silly, but nah, nah, let's see what I can, let's see what I have in in this head. Are you ready? Yes. Ah. right. so, a long day it is, a long night it shall be, walk on the lonely road. And I can't even see. Yes. Maybe, maybe I'm blind. I like that.
0: I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. Um, let me think, let me think. To be or not to be. Was never the question. If I was or if I wasn't is the answer. Uh, yeah, think about that.
1: All right. Um, we move like the river but we split in half. As fresh as the river is and as salt as a sea may be. The girl look at we, and say, oh my God,
0: it's Hmm. Mm. I like that, I like that. All right, Um. let me feel, let me feel. Time flows endlessly like a river. We are nothing more than garden snakes finding our ways up traveling trees with leaves and seeds that move through the breeze. And we can only agree that the seasons are where we will be when we want to live, when we are free.
1: I can say that's more natural. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We look for freedom in ourselves. Mm. Because we are a cage. We look for freedom out there. But yet we are still in cage. Mm. Here comes our hero. Here comes our light and finally shine us our freedom. That is tonight. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that.
0: I like that. Dude, that sounds like amazing. That makes me think like um okay. Let me let me let me jump this. Alright, so But the Romans beloved in their gods, and faith passed physically, as so did the Greeks too willingly. I feel they experienced something, a part of divinity, that will not be brought towards today's society. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Uh.
1: what society have to give to us we struggle in the streets we look for the next boss we drop our labels left and right just to wonder if it's all right we sit all night thinking hard and hard because we know we can do the right
0: I like that. I like that. All right, let me feel, Let me feel. So my mind sits on day, but my heart waits on night. My soul moves with the breeze, and yet I live my life in fright. When I look inwards for the bright but yet am dimmed for not seeing light. I can understand where sin has taken man and this is pretty blight.
1: (laughs) Okay. It is not right for a man to stand with an ex-man. It is not right for a woman to have an ex-woman Mm. God set us on the path to have a female walking with a man to, to create a life, to build a future, to evolve this world and make it and become one nature. Mm. That's beautiful. I like that. I like that.
0: All right. One does not have to be many, for one is all, and all does not have to be one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. There she walks. On that lonely road, our smile brighten the darkest cloud. There she sits, I look at me, wondering to myself, is she free? Mm. I, walk over, I walk over to her, I give her my name. She smiles and explains the pain she gained. She said to me, as you can see, I might be smiling, but I'm hurt, deep, deep. Mm. Mm -hmm. I like that, I like that, I like that. Okay, okay.
0: I tell those who have seen me not to worry for the distance that I will travel will weary. And any being who comes with me will truly see what it means to love yourself unconditionally. But the path that I take does not stop here for we will be all blocked by sins, fathom, and fear. And those who choose to see beyond this step will be those to lead those who come next.
1: <laughs>
0: That's good. That's like
1: a that. good right? one. Yeah. All right. uh. As birth, we grow, and we know, we have taught by many things, and yet we don't know, world full of secrets, and full of lies, them hide. They tell us all these things to blind us from the right, give us foolish advice, give us Foolish wise. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I stuck right there. I didn't know what the add-on on, on is.
0: But yo, that was that was pretty good. I like that right there. You know what I mean? It's just like I got the image right there. It, you know what I mean? You didn't have to go further. That's you're good. <laughs> um let's see. I set upon this world to find a muse, a woman or male who can play the tune. As I preach and I sing with the light from within, I'm only hoping that we can play till noon. And since we've made it, 12 hours and end, I'm hoping that I have made a friend. And even though this time will end, I know, once again, we will meet again. <laughs> OK.
1: That's not a nice one. Hey, hey, um, you wouldn't mind if I take away that, that one from you, right?
5: Yo, you can have that, man. Like that shit you
0: came from the heart, but yo, you can have that. I can't like Oh yeah, we're 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 about um we're about to hit 14 minutes. These casts end at 15 minutes. So um uh, yeah, right. uh we can technically uh introduce ourselves a little bit more, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. So um real name is Aki. All right.
0: All right. My real name is Xavier and um I definitely enjoyed yo our little conversation and our little poetry thing right now because um I'm gonna save the I'm gonna save this uh broadcast and stuff so uh you come to my broadcast and you can listen to it anytime you know what I mean I'm gonna message you so we can talk of some more you know what I mean and um sure. definitely so um yo um, Allah God bless whatever you find as one you know the the most divine the highest of high holies of holy <laughs> yeah. All to you, man. All power to you.
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: All right, man. You have a good one. Yeah. All right, man. One. Master Complex coming at you. And today, I guess we're going to be talking about life and your purpose in it. Um, Vito, would you like to introduce yourself and begin the segment?
2: Uh, okay. My name is um, David, actually. David. But uh, my nickname is actually Vido, and um, I hail from Nigeria, so nice, basically nice. I like um, hearing people's opinions and views, and um like to um, compare and contrast, you know, to know maybe um, I'm wondering about certain things about life, and or if there's certain things I'm missing that I don't know, that I could like... Receiving make with
0: footsteps, or you know, uh-huh. like... all right, all right. So, um, I guess today we're just gonna really try to get into the whole purpose of um, not everyone's life because uh, not everyone can probably find purpose in their life, but um, we're gonna talk a little bit about how like the simple things have purpose, you know what I mean? All right, so um, let's say, do you believe that you have a purpose in this life?
2: Uh, yes, sure, I do.
0: All right. And um, do, how well do you feel like you're completing or heading towards this purpose?
2: Um, okay. You know, basically, uh, you face challenges that make you doubt your purpose or your calling
0: you're right. in life.
2: Do you understand?
0: I do, now, do understand. These trials will uh, make or break you.
2: Yeah, definitely. So, when you, when, you, when you come across these challenges, you question yourself, like, am I really doing what I'm supposed to do? Or am I really fulfilling a goals? Yep. Again, it, it's so scared when you can't determine the future because it's only God that knows that. So, it's so it's more scared when you don't know the future know so if you're actually on the right track.
0: That is true. That is Absolutely. true. But, um... Fear of the unknown is not okay, because um, if we are free, oh, well, let's say if we're afraid of the darkness, and we're not literally afraid of the darkness, we're afraid of what's in the darkness, you know what I mean? So if I try to live my life being afraid of, um, you know, this, that, and the other, because I haven't done it, or I don't know what's possible, I'm going to live my life blocked by fear, and I probably won't make it anywhere near that mountaintop, you know what I mean? Af- afraid of falling, afraid of not making it to the mountain, afraid of the snakes in the valley. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's oh, all there. sure,
2: sure. I do. I do, I do, I understand you.
0: And it's just like um it's really good when um you do have this um I like to call it the highest excitement. Whatever gets you going, whatever gets you excited, whatever gets you happy, whatever puts you in like a state of warmth and like love for everything and anything around you, even if you're in the middle of like a fight. You know what I mean? Um if you follow like this type of emotion yeah. and feeling, I feel like you will be heading in the right direction towards whatever it is, your goal is
2: Oh you think mm-hmm. uh, wow. so uh, let's see
0: uh, what was uh, one of the biggest trials or um, issues that you ever overcome
2: I didn't get you what you of the
0: biggest trials or that you may have overcame
2: uh, the biggest challenge you mean, hello, <laughs> Alex. Do you mean the biggest challenge? Yeah, I'm here, I hear you. They always say, What oh, you say? I'm play? sorry, I'm
0: sorry. I said, Um, yeah, what was the biggest challenge or trials that you have overcome?
2: Uh, I think, um. actually um my final exams i guess my final exam yeah, yeah my final exams. like the last paper i wrote in school like i literally i was supposed to answer four questions then i answered just two and that was like my final year in school you know and if i failed that because it was going to be a carryover for me and it was something i was going to do the next year so I answered just two questions, thinking it was like uh, answer one question in each segment. So I didn't. Know it was an- answer two questions in each segment. So, already exams, I All came right. out from the exam hall only for me t- only for me to um, re- revisit the question. It was actually answer four questions, last two questions in each segment. I was as, I was like, I was as scared as, I don't know. But I think what I actually did, what actually did mm-hmm. was that I went to chapel. I'm a Christian. I went, I went to church to pray. Yeah. And uh, I got this conviction when I Yeah, I had, I had this conviction. Like, I should don't worry. I should just be calm. And everything's going to work out fine. And definitely everything did work out fine. You know, I passed the exams. I, I don't know how. If you ask me, I don't know how, man. I passed the exams,
0: so it's like at this point in time, one of your biggest feats are education. One of your biggest feats, one of your biggest victories,
2: are education. Yeah, education, business. Uh, I only business though. Like uh, you could check me out on Instagram at King David Shoes. Like I make classic, beautiful, shoes. Men's shoes. So, like, it's, it's that that has also been a journey in my life mm-hmm. because I actually started pretty early, like, very, uh, yeah, I actually started very early in the business. So, you know, I've been able to grow. I just know that mm-hmm. I'm no longer where yeah. I used to be yesterday, yeah, I, yeah, I just know I'm no longer at that phase, but you get to see that. As the day goes by, you keep struggling with one particular thing, one particular thing, and then you keep questioning. And you keep questioning, so that fear is there of, I don't yep. want to fail in this thing. I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail. You,
0: everything. you know, so you everything within your power not to fail. I understand.
4: It,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and, and it, it's it's crazy when mm-hmm. things happen like there are some things you cannot just influence there's some things you cannot just control there's some things that are beyond your control they just happen because they were supposed to happen you know that's that's like the more painful part of the whole thing you know the fact that the fact that you 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 craft the shoe for a client you know then the client tells you oh the shoe is too tight or the sole is pulling off Others need to challenges and are like God. Yeah, how am yeah. I going See, that's
0: perfect. This? That's perfect. See, like um, there is um a couple of uh what uh, I want to say biblical terms, right? And they do they do speak about what you were exactly saying. And um, lots of them have to do with um. Poop. I just kind of lost track
5: because
0: <laughs> I was paying attention to you and I was getting lost in your words. <laughs> good job, man. Good job. <laughs> um, uh, basically, um, what I want to say is uh. Right now, even though you're working with your education and we don't know what your future has for you, you know what I mean? you're still taking care of your present, you know what I mean? You're not focusing on the past as much, you're still thinking about the future, but you're doing what you have to right here and now, which is technically your purpose. am I right
2: yeah yeah, yeah true
0: <laughs> so it's just like we're all yeah, on our little yeah. track and our little path, and you know i'm I'm actually congratulations on working towards your education and stuff because like. You definitely need it everywhere else in here. I can tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's just like definitely proud of it and proud (laughs) that you fucking want to move forward. And like, yo, the fact that you want to make shoes, that's awesome because of me. I want to make music, but like um, music comes with a whole bunch of other stuff. If I make music, now I'm making clothes and then I'm making drinks and stuff. So it's like, yeah, yeah, it it goes up, it goes a long way. But like, literally, I could see myself if I was going to make music. Like try to make a shoe or something, you know what I mean? Like, it, and like, I do like the idea of um a classic men's shoe because I always <laughs> like um the classic form fit uniform. You know what I mean? The um wearing a top, you know? it it makes
4: you feel nice. You know what I mean?
0: Are you serious?
2: Yeah, I do, I do. But in in that case, in that case, you could uh, check right, out well, my page at uh, King david Shoes
1: pencil, real quick, on, so on Instagram. Um, where
0: is my book? uh, let me grab, uh there we go so king david king Shoes king david together shoes. All together, and, um, are you david in the process shoes. of making them or are you actually shipping them are you like in business
2: i make them there i'm in business I'm a business I craft them myself take pictures of them like upload like them I like and I that. sell if them anything
0: like um, I'm so definitely going to see if I can I like work on some uh <laughs> getting me a pair but like obviously it's gonna have to go from like africa or nigeria all the way to freaking um america but i'm pretty sure they got those type of systems <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm pretty sure that like um, we can work something out and you could definitely like i'm gonna buy a pair of shoes from you like more on the other app but like we're still here on the radio station so we gotta get back to life and purpose. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> right, okay, so, right so what's, now, I'm what's, point out point what's um, up, I'm just over by my side.
0: Trials and tribulations seem to have taken the better part of me, so I gotta calm down and like meditate and focus on what's me. Um, technically, um, I'm going through a little bit of law issues here and there, but like I'm taking care of everything, so it's not really bothering me. It's just now I'm on I'm on a leash, and people want me at certain places at certain times. You know what I mean? Not bad, but the obligations like if I don't take care of this, I don't get my freedom. Um. <laughs> so freaking um, that's my biggest uh issue right now. But like once I overcome this, well, that'll be my biggest trial, my biggest award. You know what I mean? That'll be my biggest achievement. Yeah. So freaking um, other than that, um, I am thinking
5: about like educational standards and like getting door. Oh, no and I just love to listen to new music and explore things. So what do you like, Alex? What are your most favorite findings in music? All right. So my favorite findings in music are
0: um, recently, uh... And obviously rock and any type of mixture between the two because I'm extremely old school. So I listen to almost everything. But my biggest influence is
5: rap. Okay, I love rap. Uh, Like, have you listened to Tupac and Eminem, obviously? Yes,
0: I have listened to Tupac and Eminem. Um, If I may, hold on, if I may ask, where are you hailing from? I am from uh, India. All right. So, if you, if I can ask um a question, that I hope it's
5: not too impeding. But um, how are things over there right now? Um, things are really nice over here. Uh, actually, India is a place where um nobody is uh, taking any offense on anything. It's actually a very uh, loving country here. You you can do anything. You can play any type of music. You are actually I'm a metalhead. You sit, you are a metalhead, and you sit with the person who. Um, listen to rock pop music. They will just greet you like uh, like a host. Anytime you go to anyone, you uh, go to a new jam room, you go to a new uh, project, something you working for something. They will greet you very nicely. Anytime and every time they will greet you nicely. And in India, I have learned that people mainly focus on our choices. Like they will mainly ask that what do you like and. Uh, play it for me and i'll use it in the sense uh, they won't actually give you things to do like i need you to play this play this for me they will say that okay you um you are good at this play this uh, i want a tune like this you can play it in your style uh, i play flute uh, i play metal oh. on flute <laughs>
0: yeah um i'm actually interested in um air instruments um so
5: have you ever heard of uh, the Legend of Zelda? Yes, it's like Fuzara. Can you play that on the flute? Uh, I haven't heard that properly, but I can show you some R&B and pop. I I actually miss. All right, do mixed- it, do it, man. I'm down. I'm down to listen. Okay.
0: together because (laughs) I literally compose and I make um I make raps and stuff so it's just like I like the way that your music sounds and I can literally take a nice little clip of whatever you make and I can turn it like a beat and um yo I can have you like I can have you produce on the beat so whenever you want to adjust the beat or make it sound differently or like have four of you playing at the same time with different beats or different strains or different um tones, I can have yeah. that all happen. So it's like yeah. um. I definitely actually, uh, to uh, conversate a little bit more on composing music
5: because you sound amazing. Uh, give me an inst- your Instagram account name so I can add you there. Um, uh, my Instagram account and uh, um should be
0: Master Complex. M A S T E R
5: C O M P-L-E-X. Okay. Done.
0: All right, cool. Um. So other than that, uh, we can definitely contact each other through this app, and we can always have a, a fun
5: time, like, uh, coexisting yeah. with each
0: other. Uh, okay.
5: Do you have any rap music, uh, any clip of yours that is ready? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to... Let's play it. Uh, wait, wait for a second. Give me a beat. Give me a tap on beat. At what BPM do you want to play?
0: All right. So, do you want to hear one of the songs I already made, or do you want to hear a freestyle?
5: Uh, freestyle. I'll give you a beat, and you can rap on it.
0: All right. How about? All uh, right. Yeah. You know what? Definitely. Yes. Um, give me. Just give me like uh thirty seconds so I can um prep up and um.
5: I'll give you a singular beat, and then you can start off whenever you want.
0: Um all right just give yourself like 30 seconds and give myself like 30 seconds you know what I mean just um give ourselves a little bit of a moment so <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm the only person digging up my grave. A. can't next everything beneath it i owe it
5: so you believe it <laughs> yeah man i would definitely give you like uh, shit, my dude. oh my god i like what you're fucking playing yes uh dude actually i am uh i had a band and uh, i uh made that band and two months ago i dismantled that band because i wanted to work alone Um, because I didn't see really a progress in my bands. And here people actually, um, it's a developing country. So to be more precise and to be more uh, genuine about people, uh, actually musicians here, they just want to go uh, at bars and places, at restaurants, and they want to play for an hour or two and earn like, uh, what, um, $20, not even $20, $5, $10 in Indian rupees. So actually they are not practical out there and playing for um, some restaurants and sitting out there so I didn't see any progress in uh, um, bands for myself because all of them are going uh, daily Mm -hmm. here and there and I am a person who used to sit at home and practice and make some beats and now I am going to shift completely to a solo projects. Yo, I honestly love
0: your evolution because the fact that you started alone and you're going to act alone, you know what I mean? You were born in this world alone and you're, I'm not going to get negative, but you're going to die in this world alone. Yeah, <laughs>
5: anyway, yeah, the
0: I mean, between the middle is who you are and what you make it. So I'm happy that, you know what I mean? You're sitting at home, or you were sitting at home and you're training yourself. So, Becoming something better than the people around you, and you're actually using an app to like um reach out and talk to people because like yo, right now there's people in America who are listening to you. So this is amazing to understand
5: that like your music reaches further than your voice. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. And actually, I believe that um death is the truth of life and it says that you got to die alone you can take nothing from this world except experience and we even don't know that that will we be taking uh, memories with us yes no maybe we don't know about that and uh, people people are just living for money i i actually earned a lot of money when i was 14 i am 21 years old a year old now and i started to play on stages and gigs uh, when i was uh, 12 years old I'm learning flute since uh, I was five and six years. So when I was 12, I started playing at places. I earned a lot of money. I spent a lot of money. I got myself drunk, drugged, everything. But what I understood is money can do nothing. And uh, when I see people today that they are struggling, they are uh, playing their music, they are doing nothing, playing that same songs for seven days, eight days, you are playing the same song over there. What what are you gonna get from there? a bit of money? I tried to make some people understand. I said them this: leave it for three years, two years. Then we will work out something. Maybe we will get some money. Maybe we will uh, not have any money. But I am sure about one thing: we can make good music. But here people, uh, they just want to run and earn some money. And I. That actually sounds
0: amazing, man. So it's just, like, I'm actually, like, I'm inspired by the fact that, like, you can pull across your entire breed and you want to make music not only for yourself but for everybody around you. Not only because, like, it is for you and everybody around you, but you made the music for yourself because you want to. And everybody else around you is just going to like it. So it's kind of cool how you're, like, the
5: developer of, like, a new movement, a new wave. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, don't you think that... uh If we struggle for money, maybe we can have a good music. But if we struggle for good music, definitely we will have good money. Oh, that got deep, my dude. Just go by, simply go by that principle. Okay, so I just searched on your Instagram. Is it written X and if you don't know, you better ask somebody? Yeah, that's me, homie. Yes, I got you.
1: If you don't know, you better ask somebody, so
5: thank you for asking. <laughs> yes. And it's nice to talk to some people who, who can actually listen to you and understand that it's what's going on here. I am really frustrated from the past two years because nobody is playing with me. Nobody is coming to my jam room because it's it has all stopped in my city. In my city there are plenty of restaurants and I am going crazy about them. I can do nothing going crazy about them, but it hurts a bit of time that all my band members are now going out there, earning money, sitting in the bars, playing for R and two, and just I I tried every bit to make them understand that it's not the thing you need to do. But it's of no use. I am just um sitting lethargic over here i cannot do anything except i will, I will agree with you right there the fact that most of your bandmates
0: still resort to the economy and this is what controls them so they resort to going to restaurants because they can chill at restaurants and make money but they're not making anything of themselves they're not making a profit but there's That's about
4: 40
0: 14- hold on hold on hold on. There's about fourteen minutes left, which means we're about to be cut off at fifteen minutes. So we have to make our final statements and our hellos and goodbyes, and um, so we can continue another chapter.
5: Yes, definitely, sure.
0: All right. So, um, my name is Alex, Alex, but my real name is Xavier Gonzalez. Uh, you can find me almost anywhere on the internet as Master Complex, and um, I would love to record with you later on, man.
5: Yes, my name is Arjun Sharma. I'm from India, a beautiful country, and I would like to welcome each and every one musician that comes to here. and